game day. Let's go. It's the Plank Show on the road in Orlando. My name is Chris Plank. Welcome live to the Rosen Hotels and Resorts. Now, you might say, you're living, Plank. You're living. And you know what? You would be right. But I probably left the room for the one and only time for something other than a game yesterday. Outside of that, Josh Helmer, I'm kind of afraid to leave my room because I could get lost. This is top three most confusing hotel layouts I've ever been a part of in my life. And let me tell you something. Whenever we landed and got here yesterday after a slight delay, um, able to get comfortable in our rooms and get ready for for OU and Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl, my man JT, Jeremy Timms, and myself, if there were – well, I guess there is probably surveillance video somewhere in the halls. If there was video of us trying to find our room, um, we would all be millionaires right now. So somebody put that on YouTube because you could see that moment where, A, I realized, Josh, I was looking at the wrong number to even find my room, and B, when, when Tim's realized he was on the wrong side of the hotel. Good times, man. <laughs> Good times. How are you? How things go on a Wednesday? A Wednesday here on this short week for the Home of Sooner fans. It was good. You were missed, obviously. How Thanks, were the dude. How were the travels? Good. Um, it was, you know, again, very blessed, right? Very blessed. So uh, I, I have a... You know, obviously, I feel terrible for those that either got caught up in a holiday travel mess or this disaster that's been the weather situation across the U.S. or this disaster that's been, you know, a certain unnamed airlines that has always been number one, number one on my depth chart, but uh, obviously is doing some things to drop maybe even off the depth chart. They're they're going Derek Carr. But no, it was good, man. I, I'm, I'm pumped to be here. I've got a lot of intel. We've got a lot of information over the next three hours. So I'm excited to chop it up with you. So here's kind of the rundown for the show. We are, we're guest-free, right? I wanted to make we, – we don't get to do a show, you and I, on game days during the college football season together, at least this year, uh, hardly at all, right? And being a Monday through Friday show – we haven't had a, a Thursday game in quite a while. I think what we got to go back to a, a trip to Iowa State a couple years ago, right? Um, we don't we don't usually have game day shows, so I, I am excited to spend the next three hours focusing on OU Florida State. I've got some some notes on who to keep an eye on for Florida State. I've got maybe I hate to say the word intel because you know I. It's not as if I'm going to be giving away anything that a majority of you haven't necessarily speculated on or, or that we haven't talked about. But, you know, maybe one guy that we're concerned about leaving that that isn't and one guy that we're pretty confident that is staying that might not be. So I, if you want to talk 23, we're going to get into that coming up a bit in hour number two. I am... So intrigued by what we see tonight, man. I just, I, I don't know how else to put it. We're gonna, we're gonna talk a lot. We're gonna dive into, to everything that is that is going on in, in the lead up to this game. But 
there is a part of me, and not to in any way, shape, or form try to accelerate the end of this program, but, Josh, there is just a part of me that says, get me to 430, or if there's a slide, 435 or 440 or whatever it is, get me to this football game. I want to see what we get. I'm so, you know, last year was unique because of all the drama around Lincoln leaving, Caleb's future, and being able to celebrate Bob Stoops, right? So last year was a very unique situation. First time that Oklahoma had ever played in the Alamo Bowl. Somewhat easy trip for a lot of Sooner fans. And really two teams that were playing with, you know, coaching staffs that were were very much up in the future. Their futures were very much up in the air. Sorry, I'll get my analogies right. There were, you know, you go back prior to that. There were disappointing trips. Uh, There was a celebratory trip to the Cotton Bowl, right? There were disappointing trips to the four-team playoffs. There were disappointments in in Florida, right, with with two Orange Bowl losses and the Camping World Bowl. There were celebrations in New Orleans with two Sugar Bowl wins. But this, this just has such a different feel to it. And, you know, I, I'm not going to be I, – I don't know why. I mean, it's we know why. It, it's a 6-6 six and six football team. And they're going up against a team that, while Oklahoma hasn't, you know, been sniffing the rankings for a little bit, they're going up against a team that's perceived to be a top 15 team in college football in 2022. Josh, I, I say all that, and I fully expect Oklahoma to go out and win the football game today. And it's what – I've used this analogy on the show a couple of times. I – first of all, I am a homer. I am a homer for my NFL team. I am a homer for the Sooners. I am a homer for my alma mater. If if you accept that and you, you don't say, so, well, he's a homer. Not, yeah, probably so. But in that, I, I, I've, I've pushed back against this in saying this. I don't want him to lose. It's like, oh, well, he's a homer. He's, oh, he's a homer. Yeah, well, I don't want them to lose because losing sucks. Go try doing post-game interviews in a losing locker room after a bowl game, right? It's bad enough after a game. In a bowl game setting? I mean, it's the worst. Not trying to be overly dramatic here, but you get my point. So, Josh, I'm not trying to filibuster here by any stretch of the imagination, but... As a homer, you might say you always think Oklahoma's going to win. You always think Tulsa's going to win. You always think the Raiders are making the right move. But that's not necessarily the case. I think I look at it with an eye of what I hope and want is best for the program. Because what did we learn, right? It's more than just one guy when it comes to Oklahoma. It's more than just one guy in the program. So I always feel like I look at what's best for the program. And any other. I'm not trying to say, oh, okay, but I'm not trying to be an arrogant angle. That's not my point. I just, I'm defending myself against those that are like, oh, you'll say whatever they tell you to. Whatever. Point is, I'll get these feelings before games where I kind of think we might be host. Well, you, Texas was one of those. <laughs> and in fact, I remember a very, very dramatic moment whenever Josh Helmer, after a couple fans, even myself, 
kind of called out Texas. We go to a break, and quickly we say, I don't necessarily know if this is the year to be talking that, that gas. <laughs> I had a bad feeling going into TCU this year for some reason. But as the season progressed, I felt like I got a pretty good handle on this team. I think most of us did, right? They're going to play tight games. Um, they're going to have moments where you think, my gosh, this team has the potential to uh, lay a foundation. Team 128 really has a chance to be pretty, pretty special. So we're going to have those moments. We're also going to have those moments where you're like, oh, my gosh, what in the world are they doing? But going into the Oklahoma State game, I had a really, really good feeling. And lo and behold, we played out with maybe the best defensive performance we've seen this year. And arguably in one half, the best offensive performance that we've seen so far this season. I can't quantify it. Some would say you're, that's the pushback against homerism. But I have that feeling this weekend. and Or this week, I should say. And I, I'm sorry, Josh. I'm not going to be able to quantify it today. <laughs> Whenever people say, what matchup gives you that feeling? I'm going to say, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. But just from a way that they're going to play and kind of how you know I see Florida State, I think Oklahoma's I, – I think they're going to win the football game, and I think we're going to be treated to a damn good football game. Now – You can push back against me all you want, Josh Helmer. I can't quantify it. I can't give you a reason right now. I'm going to give you numbers all show long. We're going to talk about Florida State's running, uh, rushing offense and how good they are and Oklahoma's rushing defense and how it's struggled. We're going to talk about Oklahoma's offense uh, running the football and, you know, how different it is with Javante Barnes. We're going to dive into Dylan Gabriel and kind of what his distribution is going to look like, that middle, mid-range passing game, and if we could see that start to evolve a little bit, all of that. But I don't know, man. Call it intuition. Heck, some of you can call it homerism. I really think that Oklahoma is going to come out and play well today, even with all the opt-outs. Historically, they played really good against Florida State, too. So, obviously, that doesn't impact uh, this game today. But uh, if, if history is set to repeat itself, that part's, that part's good for Oklahoma. I think OU is going to play an inspired effort, too. I, I do. I buy into what uh, Ethan Downs and others have been selling that there's some pride on the line for Oklahoma in this game. Now, pride on the line, is that enough for Oklahoma to overcome some of its just shortcomings, seemingly with personnel and with some of its own struggles this season? We're going to find out. But I expect Oklahoma to be competitive in this football game. There's there's some other people out there that are worried that this is sort of a coming-out party for Jordan Travis and company heading into next season. It's a big challenge for OU, but, man, I think Oklahoma's going to have every – chance to win this football game, just like in four of their losses they did this season. Right. Absolutely. So, here's my bait. Here's my, here's my question of the day. Because uh, we spent Tuesday's show getting into players, guys that were excited, dudes that were pumped to see kind of playing out oh looky here new listener to the plank show today dj gasso's little baby oh let's go dj we'll get into the raiders a little bit later on in the program i'm heartbroken today though i know you are not josh a new addition to the plank show listening audience i am on cloud nine right now let's go um here's my bait here's my 
Here's my chum in the water. Here's what I'd love to get your guys' take on for the program today. And this is um, this is as Pop would make so much fun of me if he's listening right now. But here is kind of like my low-hanging fruit. What do you need to see? Simple question. Josh Helmer, what do you need to see today? Just doesn't have to be a, a an overriding statement on the program or anything of that nature. Josh, what do you need to see today? 405-651-3439, Air Comfort Solutions text line. You can pick up the phones, 405-329-9000. Or, of course, Josh and I, very active on that machine known as Twitter.com, at Plank Show, at Stinkin' Genius. What am I saying? At Plank Show, I've worked with Arnie too much. At Plank Show, at Josh on Ref, and, of course, at KREF Sports. Hit us up. Because... I mean, you want to finish seven and six. You don't want to finish six and seven. And I think you and I were listening to Ethan Downs on Monday's show, and whenever he talked about that, it was a nod, right? It was like, yeah, okay, there you go. That's what you want to hear. But I think positive things can happen in this game tonight, and Oklahoma could still lose. You know, that's how perceived good Florida State is. And I don't really know, Josh, if we can take anything from bowl season, any of the trends so far, because it's kind of not made any sense. Right? It's like, well, wait, how did that happen? Or where did that team come from? How, how, does, how does Duke, a team that hasn't been able to move the ball at all, suddenly become an offensive juggernaut against UCF for a half? It doesn't make any sense. But you could lose, still have some positivity. So with that in mind, what do you, what do you need to see today? We'll give you our thoughts coming up next. Um, I don't think there's going to be any surprising opt-outs, right? You, you've seen a couple of people as bowl season has rolled on. I think a, a Kentucky player just announced today that he's not playing in their bowl game. Uh, and, and, you know, sometimes you'll see injuries that happen and they, they kind of scare guys. The Grayson McCall injury for Coastal Carolina. Now, it doesn't appear that, if, that it's too severe from what I've seen with Grayson's injury, but, I mean, it – We've in the Tylen Wallace thing a couple of years ago. I think we were in Atlanta whenever OSU was playing in the gosh, were they playing in the Alamo Bowl? But you know, Tylen Wallace is dressed out, and everyone's like, Oh my gosh, Tylen Wallace is going to play in this bowl game. Let's go. And then literally, he doesn't step on the field. I don't think you're going to see anything like that tonight. I, I think Oklahoma is, is going out there, and you're going to the dudes that have that are on this trip, they're playing. So I don't know how much chatter there's been about that, that's not going to be something that you have to worry about tonight. I don't think it is with Florida State either. But you're you're getting what you wanted. You're getting that chance to see younger guys go out and try to get it done. So what do you need to see? Hit me up today, 405-651-3439. Now before we break, did you have everything good though? Helmer household well, all rolling. Are you ready for game day today? Are you ready for the final uh, – I excuse me, next to last week of the NFL, big game tonight in the Cowboys and the Titans. Is Josh Helmer in a good headspace right now? I'm just excited to watch Oklahoma one final time this year, I think more than anything, right? One, one final chance to watch this group, and hopefully we see it end on a positive note. So, yeah, I'm fired up. I can't wait for this afternoon. Yeah, me too. Um with Parker Gasso listening in this morning, along with my man and noted Raider fan, DJ Gasso, I do at some point, Josh, we, we have to get into the big headline in the National Football League. 
which, of course, is that Teddy Bridgewater is playing this weekend and not Tua. <laughs> Indeed. I want to talk about Derek Carr at some point. It's just, I mean, I, I'm such a fanboy sometimes on things that I need to check myself. It's like I'll look in the mirror and have my Stuart Smiley moment where it's our Stuart Smiley moment where it's like, dude, come on. And they calm down. But I was, you know this because you and I started talking about it yesterday. I mean, I was very much in my feels about this. I was bent. I was angry. It's hot. Like, we're going to Jarrett Stidham? What? Jarrett Stidham? What's the plan moving forward? I don't know. You're putting Jarrett Stidham out there against the Niners defense in a game that's going to be taken over by Niners fans? I Listen, I'm not dumb enough to, to miss the contractual stipulations with this, but this is what we're doing? Jarrett freaking Stidham? Uh, but I'm a big car guy, you know that, Josh. I'm a I'm a drive the car. I'm I'm a believer in Derek Carr. So I know it's a very you know there's polarizing figures in Sooner football, right? Landry Jones is a great polarizing figure, though may, maybe not as as polarizing as it's more like one sided. But there's some that uh, very much appreciate and see that he's the all time leading passer and you know won a couple of of conference championships. There's others that, oh, he never played for a, a playoff team or at that time a BCS title game. He stinks, right? Um, there's other – I mean, Jalen was very polarizing amongst Oklahoma fans, right, as you went down the stretch that season. A Heisman Trophy runner-up, but yet also a guy that once it got to the four-team playoffs, whew, things did not go so well. So I would say Derek Carr is one of the more polarizing guys I've ever seen in the history – of his own fan base, and then even in that, in 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 the NFL, so uh, I want to carve out some time for this, but I don't know, Josh, if today is that day, right, with the cheese at bowl tonight. So maybe, you know, I tell you sometimes I just need to step away from Twitter, right? Maybe sometimes I don't end up blocking pastors or family members or people that I work with that maybe it's just best to step away from Twitter. Maybe for me, you know, it's best to just step away from this kind of like Derek Carr stepping away from the team and, and, and kind of simmer in it and kind of, you know, let my, let my feelers calm down just a bit and see where we go from there. Is that, is that maybe on a day when we have as the home of Sooner fans, a bowl game to talk about involving Oklahoma, Maybe a good day to to take some time, a deep breath to think about this and get back after it whenever we see just how poorly Jarrett Stidham plays this weekend and the Raiders lose by 50 to the Niners. In theory, that sounds great, right? But after right. he plays poorly, I don't know. Maybe, maybe then we'll have to wait uh, another week or until the season <laughs> ends. But, yes, let's reconvene on okay. that maybe next week. Right. When, when well, I, Hopefully, I, hypothetically, a cooler head prevails. It was funny because I can't even begin to tell you uh, as the day progressed how many texts I would get from people that were like, did you see this? And I'm like, I, what? Did I see this? I live this. This is my team, man. <laughs> did I see this? I was so hot. Um, but, hey, this is, this is a situation where an owner has been trying to get away from a quarterback for a long time. And every time he does – the coaches say, bro, he's 
he's okay. He's he's the guy. I mean, John Gruden literally had to, to, to step in. Now, it, it might not have worked. Maybe Brady would have been a home run and the Raiders would have won a Super Bowl. But, I mean, every coach that Mark Davis has brought in to try to get rid of Derek Carr has basically said, no, we, we can win with him. And if idiot Gruden wasn't such a terrible person, then maybe things would have been better. But now he finally gets what he wants. Derek Carr may retire. He's often said he'll never play for another team than the Raiders, but we'll table it all, Josh, until next week. All right, what do you need to see tonight? 405-651-3439. It's a Plank Show, live from Orlando with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. This is the home of Sooner fans. What's your overall vibe on tonight, Josh? What's your feeling on tonight's game? Oklahoma, Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl. I think Oklahoma's going to play well. I do. I, I don't buy it as just a bunch of lip service from the Sooners leading up to this thing. I think they're, they're motivated, man, to try and remain the only Power 5 program that hasn't had a losing season in the 2000s. Do uh, you want a stupid stat that doesn't mean anything on this game tonight? <laughs> do you know the last bowl win Oklahoma got in Florida? In the state of Florida, their last bowl win. I mean, obviously, uh, it's not not the Orange Bowl way back, is it? It is. Wow, that's crazy. Two thousand. Well, maybe uh, a little bit of good karma, right? That uh, you could go get another one over Florida State. You know what? I, I, I'm in a blocking mood today. And I'm also, like, literally on the verge of dropping bombs. So have your finger on the dump button. <laughs> gotcha. But the 405, silly question. I don't need to see anything. I'd like to see young guys have their breakout performance. Listen here, dummy. That's the freaking point of it. Right? I'm, I'm adding some color to it. You don't need to see anything. You know what? You need to see no more of your horrible text. Nothing. You add nothing to this station. You're blocked on game day. Oh, I don't need to see anything. I know. That's just a little bit of color to the question, bro. My gosh, idiot. Why, 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 why? Why do I do this? Why do I ever open up the Air Comfort Solutions text line? Idiots, man. Go, you know what? Go call Lincoln Muleshoe more. It might make you feel a little bit better about things. Goodness gracious. I don't need to see anything. Yeah. We're having fun on the program. You must be a blast at parties. Hey, wh- literal texter. Plank's a jerk. Yeah, you're gone too, buddy. Bye. Blocked. Blocked. And, yeah, you're dropping Bible verses on your previous text. Blocked, 806. Blocked. Um, this is from Jim in Arlington. who writes, I'm trying to prepare myself as a fan for either possible outcome for today's game. Considering the roster circumstances surrounding today's strength of the team. With that said, I do know this. No matter what happens, I'm very excited for the offseason after witnessing all of the news of the new talent this team has acquired this month. So I was I was talking to Sooner Lisa about this. And I think it's kind of a mindset from a lot of fans, which is we're looking ahead to 2023. Now I think there is a debate to be had from Jim and Arlington's text 
Is there the belief, Josh Helmer, that bowl momentum is something that can carry over to next season? Is is that a belief? I still want to believe this, though I feel everybody's pushed me off the cliff here to not believing it, right? And honestly, the last couple of seasons results maybe have led me a little bit more to not buying as much into it, but I still think it's important. I do. I can't, as much as I talk myself in circles here on this station and in other platforms, sure. I can't remove myself away from the fact that, man, it's important to win. When you play a game, you want to win. We play to win the game. That's right. That's right. Um, but I think I think both can be true. You know, I've, I've, you mentioned kind of talking yourself in circles with it. I feel the same way. You know, I open this program and laying out, I feel like I, I've got a good read on this team. But then there's times whenever that read, I'll be like, yeah, I have way, way, way off. <laughs> but, you know, a couple of times this year where I'm like, I think they're going to play good. I don't know how well they're going to play. You know, that, that, that has played out. And I just, I get the sense that they can play well tonight, lose this game, and still have some excitement heading into 23. Because... I don't know, man. Maybe the travel situations involved with it. Maybe everything of that nature. You know, you start you start realizing how tough this week has been for the fan base. And I mean, I I was in in being here in Orlando, just asking a handful of those about their travel situations. And you know, Southwest canceled a flight on Wednesday morning, Josh. That a lot of Sooner fans were on. A lot of Sooner fans were on. And it, it, it caused some scrambling. For some people, you know, that price just you, – you couldn't meet it. You know, it's – a lot of us don't have resources where it can be all or nothing. It's – I've had this planned. I've spent on this. You're going to change my flight. i got to go to another airline. i got to rent a car. i got to do this. I just can't do it. I can't do it. So, you know, maybe part of it is just the weariness of this week for those who wanted to be here. But there isn't – there isn't like that same juice around this right now. But I also, in a, it doesn't always have to be negative. In a good way, maybe that same juice isn't here, and we're going to be outnumbered tonight. Florida State fans are, uh, this is their statement game, just like 2011 was supposed to be their statement game. Um, Josh, I'm in a situation to where I, I think you can still be excited about 2023 and not be negative or down about what happens tonight, right? I think you... Part of that reason is because of what this team has done with its signing class and obviously the additions in the transfer portal, like Trace Ford. The Trace Ford. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's not the most positive outlook. But in the same vein, part of that is because everyone's so excited to, you know, put six and six or whatever tonight brings in the rear view and move on to 23. And – I, I get that. I understand that. But I am excited about what happens this next season. You want to uh, get a break and get true sooner in here when we come back? Let's do just that. 405-329-9000 if you want to jump in on the phones. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651-3439. It's the best way to get in touch with the show. Outside of Twitter, Josh is at Josh on Ref. I'm at Plank Show. And don't forget, we've got complete pregame coverage coming up. Um, I want to make sure I, I tweeted this earlier today, so I want to make sure that I give all the the proper 
guests and uh, hosts and where you can go watch the game. In fact, are you doing post-game coverage tomorrow with Travis? Is he, is Travis sitting in here on the ref? Yeah, he, yeah he's okay. going to be hanging out, so that'll be fun. Good. 2-4 to four pregame, 2-4-30 uh, to four 30 pregame with, uh, with Travis and Tyler, and that's going to be at the Standard at uh, 315 East Grace Street. And then post-game – well, hold on, hold on. Travis is at the Standard. Tyler is at, what, Legends from 2 to 4.30 um, in Chickasha. So we've got dual remotes going on, a couple of places to watch the game, and then post-game immediately following today's game for a couple of hours. So uh, obviously our, I was a little bit bent whenever I saw a bowl day and they just mentioned Travis and Tyler show. I'm like, what, I, I, TJ, Toby, Josh, and I chopped meat? I mean, we're doing uh, 6A to noon. Pre-game coverage, right? We just we're not part of the bowl day pre-game coverage, but being on the road is big. So uh, Travis is going to be out at the Standard, and Tyler is going to be at Legends in Chickasha. All right, to the phones we go next on the road in Orlando. It is Cheese It Bowl game day. OU Florida State right here on the ref. Uh, let's go to the phones four zero five three two nine nine thousand. That's the Riverwind Casino Jackpot Line, Air Comfort Solutions text line is 405-651-3439. And on Twitter, you can hit us up at Josh on Ref at Plank Show. True Sooner. True Zooner checks in on the home of Sooner fans. What's up, Drew? How's it going, man? Great. How are game you? Day. It is game day. Good. It's hey, an awesome day. I do have I do have something on game day, but I don't want to get the angry minions all pissed off. Um, but I do have a – you know, so – the Derek Carr thing, real quick, because there's nobody else in this. There's nobody else in this, uh, you know, city that cares about it. So <laughs> this this totally feels like uh, Josh McDaniels being chosen over Mister Raider, and I think that's really unfortunate. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong, um, but they've got way more problems the Raiders do than just what you know Derek Carr. And I, I think it's. You know, Josh McDaniels is going to be gone in two years anyway at the most, and I, I feel it's unfortunate. I realize he's coming to the – he's in the late third quarter, maybe early fourth quarter of, of his of his career, Derek is. But, you know, I man, it's just – it's really unfortunate to see this happen. And, and, you know, careful what you wish for all the Raider fans on these different sites that are have been bashing Derek Carr for the last five years because you're getting ready to go to a whole other level as far as quarterback play goes. Yeah. Um, but the the OU deal, so I kind of look at this thing like I wonder, you know, I look at Florida State and I go, what would their record have been if they'd have been in the Big Twelve? You know, are they really? I mean, they're a nine and three team out of the ACC, and I'm not, and I guess I am kind of knocking them down a little bit, but I just, and I realize OU's got four opt outs and they're major guys, but I, I think OU's going to play well, and I think that they, they, I think they have a shot tonight. Maybe I'm the only person in the city that feels that way, but. I do wonder about you know the, the, the competition of play they've had, and I know they got a good defense and the defensive end they've got and all that stuff. But I just I don't know. I feel I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I, I do too. I appreciate the phone call. Um, I will see, man. Tr- too, but like I said, Josh, we're tabling all Raiders talk and <laughs> dangerous, dangerous slippery slope, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's just I'm, I'm, I'm it's a positive show today, right? I love you, it's man. Positive. I'm I'm sorry. I I thought about you yesterday. I, 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 I've said this a lot. I am a Derek Carr believer, always have been, and I know that everyone's like, well, he sucks. Why would you? 
Because look at what that organization has put him through. Look at what they've done to him. It's it's like going back to the girlfriend or boyfriend that cheated on you nonstop. Well, yeah. It's going to be different. It's going to be different they, this time. And he keeps going back, and they keep treating him like crap. So They said that um, they've changed. Hey, I, I will say this. I will say this. If I'm a professional athlete or any anyone that is in a – an industry, well, I almost said anyone that's in an industry that gets paid. That's everybody. Never take a hometown deal. Don't do it. Don't you ever do it. Don't you ever. And if anyone asks you to do it, tell them to kindly bleep off or whatever term you want to use. Um, Kingston Girl hit us up on Twitter. So calling Plank out for being a jerk to his listener gets you blocked. That's sad. No, no, no. Um, when you have no reason. I mean, I've been great to you guys. Are you kidding me? Three hours of content, Kingston girl. But whenever you fire in and your first thing on bowl game day, baby, is stupid question. Yes, it's a stupid question. Don't be an a-hole about it. I'm sure, I'm sure Teddy or Travis or someone will unblock you. But for now, you lose that access to this show. Thanks for listening, though, Kingston girl. I'm a fan of your tweets. Uh, Steve Harrison writes on Twitter, I like this a lot. Last year's bowl game was a lot of fun. I'll take something similar tonight. Maybe a Willis touchdown pass from the Wildcat, a Turk pass, and maybe a couple of forced turnovers. You know, I, I do like that a lot. I do. I think, um, I, I think in my personal opinion, Josh, that that's what makes these bowl games fun. Right? When you go out and you get creative, um, you know, obviously – you have a wild comeback like Kansas did against Arkansas. It, that's kind of a world of its own. But to me, me personally, I I love whenever it's, you know, oh my gosh, they're 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 running a fake pun or they're doing this or they're doing that. I I love to see using those practice those fifteen practices, and I know that that's a number that's been brought up and talked about quite a bit. I love it when it's used to add a little bit of creativity and fun. That's what I dig. And I think you're going to see that. I would like to see some of that, right? See Oklahoma, not just the the whole kitchen sink, right? But show me. Show me that you're, you're willing to take some chances to go win this thing, which really, to be totally honest with you, Plank, hadn't that kind of been what, what Oklahoma's done? I mean, so if we say that today, let's both you and I and others agree. Well, <laughs> others, I, I don't know. But I will sign on for this, right? You've got the petition. I will not complain. If uh, tomorrow or into next week, if Oklahoma takes some chances, which, you know, I thought in some ways maybe they were a little bit too much that direction versus Texas Tech. But I'd like to see a little bit of that, sure, tonight. Mm, I do. I do, too. All right, 947 on the Plank Show. When we come back, hit more of your calls at 405-651. Sorry, sorry. 405-329-9000. What do you need to see tonight? What do you want to see tonight? What's what's something that you're intrigued? I like what Steve brought up. We got a ton of things here on the text line we need to hit. Let's have some fun with it. Um, At the top of the hour, let's talk a little bit about the matchup. And, again, it's it's tough because it's different, right? It's it's challenging because – you know, the guy that's been your leading rusher all year long isn't playing, and your your regular left tackle isn't out there. But it's exciting because of some of the young guys that you want to see. I, 
I am so intrigued by what we're going to see. So we'll get into the matchups coming up at 10 a.m. here a little bit from Brent Venables and Mike Norvell at the bottom of the hour, but continue to interact with you right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. I, I maybe got off to a – I read the wrong text to start this show. Some of that tra- – I am not beyond reproach. I have rescinded a block. I am a jerk. That's me. But whenever the first thing I open up is like stupid question, I'm like, what? yes, it's a stupid question. It's sports radio. Have some fun with it. Nothing is overly dramatic here, except for me whenever I see my bill at dinner last night. Now, that's dramatic. Uh, by the way, pork chops, people. That's what Those are pork chops. I didn't get steak with a side of steak. <laughs> pork chops on my Twitter feed at Plank Show. And um, imme- they were great. They were fantastic. They were amazing. But immediate regret came in whenever uh, I, I realized how much food that was and that probably not in a situation where I can take any home. <laughs> I'm a cheapskate, but could you imagine getting that to go and putting it in like my luggage to take home with me? <laughs> Honey, these pork chops are like 50 bucks. We ain't wasting and put them in the fridge. Uh, a couple of quick air comfort solutions text. But but I mentioned it because I did kind of crack up about this from earlier in the program. Uh, because like I said, you know, I, sometimes I I have to say, are you being a homer here? Are you truing looking uh, looking at this from a – what's the best way to put it? From an objective uh, perspective, are you being smart about the way that you're overly analyzing this? And uh, – <laughs> What did I do with this text? Because uh, it basically said, yeah, man, no, you absolutely are a homer because we're not going to be able to protect Dylan Gabriel tonight. And running backs will have to stay in and block. Um, interesting. I, 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 kind of, I kind of stepped back and thought to myself, that's, that's something that, I'm not overly worried about it. And I guess the question is, should I be like, I think, I think Oklahoma is going to be able to protect Gabriel tonight. And the bottom line and more than anything else is I, I, I dig the idea of, uh, well, I want Anton Harrison as their starting left tackle, but he's, he's going to be a first round pick. Right, here, here's the text. I finally found it from the 305. Um, and by the way, I love this. <laughs> this was the text he sent yesterday. I'm cracking up. Will Dylan Gabriel transfer back to UCF? I think maybe. But uh, the 303 writes, Plank, you're right. You are a homer. Gabriel won't have a second to throw. He'll be running for his life and new backs to block. I think what it pr- probably means needs bla- uh, backs to block. I think um, – I think we're going to be pleasantly surprised with what we see from the offensive line. Now, 303 could be right, but in my mind, I think you're going to see uh, Oklahoma protect a little bit better than maybe you might anticipate. Um, someone brought up when I talked about those performances, right? Uh, this is from my Titan. Those performances where you're like, okay, all right, this is that team. I mentioned the first half of the Oklahoma State game offensively. <laughs> my Titan writes, you mean the first quarter of the yes, Oklahoma State game? Yes, first quarter. The first quarter was pretty amazing, though. Bro, and what a quarter it was. I, I, I hate old movie references of movies that people probably haven't seen in a while, but I'm going to do it anyway. 
Have you ever seen the movie Wildcats with Goldie Hawn as that football coach? <laughs> no. Sorry. Okay. It's 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 a terrible movie. But Goldie Hawn takes over as a high school football coach and the the principal or AD or whatever says, um, last year we won one game, but what a celebration it was. <laughs> and that's kinda how I feel whenever you're like, It was one quarter, but what a quarter it was. Mr. T, real quick, to wrap up hour number one. I'm very excited about the game today. I would love to see our current and young players have a great game. Having these players coming back, we don't have to throw too many freshmen in the fire in 2023. Best scenario, we have three to four recruits slash transfers, get a lot of playing time in 23, build the foundation with depth. Love it, Mr. T. Love it. Um, and I think that's part of the reason why there's a little bit of a different enthusiasm. Challenging week. People are frustrated with travel. People are frustrated with six and six. But there is that little kind of light at the end of the tunnel where, hey, I, I get to see Jaron Canick, or at least I assume, I get to see Jaron Canick on the field more. I'm going to see Kip Lewis on the field more. Robert Spears Jennings, the Gentry Williams of the world. I mentioned four guys there. Uh, I'll add Grayson Holt, maybe more R. Mason Thomas. There's six guys that are going to be the foundation of this defense going forward, along with Danny Stutzman. I mean, it's just – I don't know. That gets me juiced. Now, they might go out there and be a little overmatched tonight against the 13th-ranked team in the BCS ranking. Or, I'm sorry, in the college football playoff rankings. And the BCS. But, and the BCS, if it was still around. But I just I have a good feeling about the way they're going to play. From everything I've been able to to gather, this has been a really good week of preparation for Oklahoma down here in, in Orlando. All right, quick break. When we come back, Nips, Nipsey Russell, that's right. Nipsey Russell was the principal in Wildcats. Well done, Lions. Well done. All right, quick break. Take a timeout. We'll come back, talk about the matchup on Plank Show.